Thanks for joining us on another Fiber New podcast. In this episode, we talk with Warren and Stephanie Rosenthal from Fiber New Indianapolis Metro North and hear about their simple and very effective methods for how they built their business over the years. They work exceptionally well as a team. They're very successful in their franchise and they have a lot to share about their journey through business ownership together. We hope you enjoy listening into this conversation. Take good care and cheers. Yeah, right after we got married, um, we, I, I, I was already um, doing a window cleaning business and for about a year, Stephanie worked as uh, an assistant in, a, in another job, but then I got to the point where I got busy enough and said, well, if you want, you can do the administrative work for me and I can get out on the field and do the, do the actual work on the field. Okay. And, uh, we concentrated on residential window cleaning and we worked with a affluent population here in Indianapolis. The territory that I had built and I built this the window cleaning from the ground up. I literally built it knocking on doors door to door. At okay. the time you, you could do that. Nowadays you probably couldn't. But I built it like that, and, and um, it's just, believe it or not, it, it's the same, it's almost exactly the same territory I have for fiber new right now. We've even run into past window cleaning customers that are now our fiber new. <laughs> That's just what I was going to ask, if there was kind of some overlap between that, yeah. but uh, it makes That's sense common. that there would be. When you guys started your fiber new business, did you start, Stephanie, with the business right away, or did you ease in afterwards? As with the window cleaning, or how did that play out? We both jumped in together. It, kind of the same as we did with the window cleaning. I I do most of the outside of the home field, on the field work. Stephanie answers the phone, um, answers emails, schedules. But then every once, when we have a, a big job in the shop, um, she'll come and help me um, in the shop on some days. Sometimes I'll just come out and hang out with them and watch them work. <laughs> it's no pressure though right you're just like the quality control agent right. or something yeah. like that yeah okay well, all right well, the truth is she's actually my biggest fan what about your kids are they involved in the business at all do you ever get them you know doing prep work or cleaning or anything like that did they take an interest in it a little bit my my daughter a little bit my son more um, my daughter's 17 and my Sydney's seventeen, and then my son Rock, he's um, he's fourteen. He does a lot more, um, and he does a lot of um, um, he'll take a, uh, furniture apart for me, pull staples and things like that. So um, he's taking a little interest, and in, and then he gets paid a couple of bucks, so that even gets him more interested. Talk a little bit about the operation of your business, and I'm just curious on the type of clientele you've built up in, in the past few years. If you have one area that you know you're maybe more specialized in or focused in, or are you really diversified across all the markets that Fiberney works within? I can do pretty much all the markets, but I do. Um, I guess we naturally gravitated towards. Um, because of the, what we did in the past, I, we worked with a very high-end clientele, so we gravitated toward that naturally. We know how to work with people who want good, really good service, 
um, and have high quality, you know, a, a really excellent house and, and high quality furniture. So I think we work on the, a lot of a lot of high end foot furniture. We we kind of cater to that the white glove treatment. So we specialize in mostly furniture repair. Um, now we've moved in the past couple, of, you know, probably the year and a half. We've really got a lot of structure repair, mechanism repair within okay. that same clientele. Um, as far as automobiles and things like that, um, most of the automobiles I do are for my clients. So I'll work on Lexus, Mercedes, and BMWs and, and vehicles like that, the high-end stuff for them, mostly their personal vehicles. But I do, I have opened up some avenues. Um, I, I do um, the um, uh, RV um, companies around the city here know me and they call me um, now almost exclusively because they know I'll do good work for them. So in right. the warranty work, I've opened up the doors there. Um, another thing that just came up just just a week ago is there's a company here who leases semis and they when they get them back they refurbish them and then sell them and they want me to come in like one whole day a week and do like between 15 to 25 repairs um, nice a week yeah. for them ideal yeah so That's that opened up and that that will help because um, you know, we want to broaden out and maybe hire some people, and that, that's actually a technician right there, you know? Right. Um, so that, you know, that's, so really, that's, a, you know, we'll do, any, we'll do all types of work, but we specialize in, I, I think we just, like I said, we gravitated towards that, and it was a natural fit for us. Okay. So I'm, I'm curious, on some of the things that you've, you think you've done to really cater to that high-end furniture market? You, mean, you mentioned the white glove aspect, but what does that mean exactly? What kind of personal touch do you guys do? One of the things that helps us, too, is we, we work with a lot of the furniture stores here in town. They all know us now, and if anybody calls and has a problem, they immediately get our name out. A lot of times they're mad. <laughs> they're not happy with the furniture company because they think it's their fault. It's really not the sales it's the manufacturer, and we, and we put out a lot of fires because we know how to, you know, we know how to talk to people the right way and, and handle them right. Um, mm-hmm. And so it, it, to answer your question, I think, well, we, we give them, I guess we do, we do three things that most companies don't, and we've done this for a long time now. When people call, we call them back. Um, we usually try to get back with people within 24 hours or less if we can. What we tell people we're going to do um, when we do an estimate, we do that job for that price, and we usually try to exceed, we always try to exceed their expectations. We try to do more than they than they thought that they ever would get. And then thirdly, we're on time. Um, when we tell people we're going to be there between 10 and 12, we're there between 10 and 12, or they get a phone call telling them, I'm really sorry this job went a little later. I think I'm going to be there a half hour later than I thought. But I try to get that phone call to them as soon as possible so they're not waiting around for me. So we respect them greatly. 
we respect them like we would want to be respected ourselves. And uh, we just treat them with, you know, great concern and great respect. And, uh, and therefore, in turn, they love us. <laughs> to be honest with you, they really do. <laughs> and, uh, you know, and price is not usually, if you service people like that, price is not usually an issue. Right. Okay. Uh, makes sense. Stephanie wanted to say something. Um, and one thing that that I really noticed is, um, well, for one thing, we treat we we treat people professionally, but we almost treat them like a friend that we hadn't seen in a while. Um, and people really like that, and I think it makes people feel at ease. And I particularly noticed it where we had one customer I remember. I think she was an older lady, and she must have lived by herself, but I could tell she was very, uh, very cautious. She wanted to pay me over the phone. She didn't want to be stuck in a situation where she had to pay, you know, a technician when he was there at the job. So I assume mm-hmm. that she must have been put in a bad situation one time. So I just picked up on her needs as another human being, that she was cautious about having somebody in her house. And um, so I just took a minute, talked to her, treated her real kindly, and and then I could tell that she was relieved. And sometimes when you just talk to people and take a minute, treat them like a, like a friend, um, they feel relieved, like, oh, this is a normal person. I'm going to be okay dealing with them, you know? <laughs> yeah. Right. But here's the thing about that, Jesse, that she doesn't do that, like, like it, that's not like technique or something like that, you know. That's it's just still, natural, right? Yeah, that's <laughs> yeah still, I could see that. Her, that's her normal um, personality and, and uh, you know disposition the way she is. You know, um, that's why I told you that when my you know my business just blew up because I'll go to people's houses and and they'll be like, "Who's that lady that answers the phone?" I said, "Oh, that's my wife," and they go, "Oh, well, she's wonderful," you know. I, I almost everybody says that, so it's really so important to have somebody that will will treat people with that kind of kindness, you know. And every time you hear that, you you answer with "Yes, I'm a lucky man." I know. I feel like I won the lottery when it comes to wives, you know. Good man. It seems to be a really good fit and and we hear that with husband and wife teams a lot where we have one partner doing a lot of the kind of the customer facing communication and then the the other partner gets to go in and kind of be the hero but it, it's it's really it's about that team work and it sounds like you guys have it down to an absolute T. well so. and i have to tell you that when um when Warren gets to the house, he leaves there, and pe- and he's had at least several people say, I wish you guys were my neighbors, or they will actually like talking to Warren so much because he'll just talk to them about anything and everything they want to talk about while he's there working, and they, you know, enjoy his company that they've actually invited us over for, for um, we had one cup couple that invited us over for hors d'oeuvres and drinks on a Friday night. Wow. <laughs> yeah, so we went over, and then one, one couple was trying to get us to go out to lunch, and, you know, so we get invited out from people, and um, it's kind of fun because most of them are older, and um, older people, like, retired, and, and I actually, we both really like older people, so it's kind of fun for us. 
talk about how you're getting the work. Has it been a, a practice of, of cold calling and introductions and a mix of referrals and internet? I mean, is it, is it fairly typical or is there anything that kind of stands out? Everybody Googles now. Um, we've done good on that. And thanks to, you know, your team. We have a couple of techniques that we do. One is that whenever we do a job, we send an email back to them when we're done and we ask them for a referral, either like okay. Google um, or um, on our website or some of the other places. A, a test, like for a te- not a referral, I'm sorry, a testimony. Okay. Um, and we then we we send them when they do that, we send them a a, a coupon for 20% off their next cleaning. So we're building our cleaning that way too because then we have people now I just did a job today um, really nice gamma sofa um, that I do every year now um, so we have people set up on the yearly um, we just have them on a, a rotate on the schedule and we call them like two weeks in advance and then set set the schedule up so we build that up um, because we want to have a huge amount of just cleaning um, so that we can have that residual um, work because, um, you know, you do a repair, you do it one time. We also we have worked with a lot of the furniture stores. They really respect us because we've got them out of a lot of jams. Um, we've helped them out when clientele was mad at them about a certain thing that happened, maybe a delivery problem or something, and we've gone on there, you know, with Johnny on the spot. We get that taken care of now. They're like another sales team for us because they're always telling their customers about us. Um, and then the other thing is we have done some flyers. We There's a there's a thing called Every... Is it called Every Door? Every Door Direct yeah. Mail. Yeah, Every Door Direct Mail where the U.S. Post Office will... You can go on the website and you can look at subdivisions and you can see the mail routes... Um, and you can pick a specific area that you want to send by zip code. Um, we've done that a lot. We target areas because we know the area really well because of our previous business. We knew what, biz- what subdivisions, down to the subdivisions, that were, were likely to, to, to want our business. So okay. we, we, did, we did that a lot. And then another thing that really works good for us is we have a a magazine here called the Town Post, and it goes to all the different towns. Because um, the way the way Indianapolis is set up, there's several metro towns that if you met them somewhere, they would tell you they're from Indianapolis, but they're really from Carmel or Zionsville or Fishers or Westfield or Noblesville, these different towns that I work in. And each one of those magazines are specific. Even though it's the town post, it, they have articles. The one that goes to Zionsville, specific for Zionsville, etc. And so we we advertise in there. We put a really nice advertisement together with three before and after pictures, um, and we get a lot of people. Um, and we even give a ten percent on. We have a ten percent on that. And believe it or not. So many people never even ask us for the 10%. They're just so happy that we did the work for them. Um, and we, do, we utilize that. Um, and now we're starting to build up, like you were saying, like a referral 
um, oh, now we're almost four years into it. Or, um, so, so yeah, it, um, those are, those are some of the, some of the things we do. It all contributes. I'm curious on this direct mailer, what, what kind of costs are we talking about for how many people and what kind of return did you get on that? Curious. So, What's a route like about four to 600 on a route? A milling route is about 500 houses, and I think it comes out to about $100 um, just for the postage. Um, so I think okay. it, the total for postage and printing, your things come out to like, I think, $0.35 cents a piece. Um, but um, I think a lot of people will throw those away even though we've gotten a lot of work from them. But what we get our most of our uh, work from our advertising is from that Town Post magazine because um, it's kind of a bit of a magazine for each little town. Yeah, I told them. Um, so people will tend to read it because it's like a magazine and not an advertisement, yeah. if that makes sense. So there's articles okay. that they're interested in because it's their own little town, like if somebody old in a a microbrewery or something to put a little article in a restaurant or something or the mayor, you know, just different things. But the, um, the every door, one thing about the every, every door mailer, um, it's a postcard. Um, and it, and you could do two sides and it's a fairly large postcard. Um, do you remember the dimensions? Uh, you have a variety of dimensions. Oh, it's really long. So, we could put a lot of pictures on it. I think we put six on it. Um, <clears throat> so, and it's, so it's not in an envelope or anything. So when they do open their mailbox and they get their mail out, it's right there. Yeah. And uh, right. they do. So people, it does work because people look at it and, and the pictures are what pops. And, I, and if anybody was ever going to do it, I recommend getting color, using color. Um, they, they, they're printed in color, but I, what I mean by color is try to get not a brown sofa, you know, try to get like an unusual, like if you worked on a yellow sofa or, you know, something like that, that really pops because right. people notice it. They're like, whoa, what's that, you know? And then I'll yeah. put a big, like, I have like a pet damage, like where a big old chunk was taken out of a sofa that I fixed, you know, just, just real things that pop off the page to get people's attention because that's what you got to do. You got 10 seconds, right? And they got to look at it. Either they're going to look at it and they're going to go, oh, wow, what is this? Or they're going to throw it out, right? Yeah. Okay. That makes sense. Anything with energy, you got you to gotta put on there. With, when you ask for uh, testimonials, are, are you doing that in a separate email or is that through the before and after photo editor? Or what, how exactly are you doing that? What's the step? Well, we just we email them through you know just a regular email and we um okay. and then before and after pictures sometimes to them and and okay. just so they know because a lot of people um they'll forget what it looked like <laughs> um before so we want to remind them of how good of a job we did for them um and then um yeah then we ask for that we always we ask for that testimony if you look us up like on on google with a lot of um, testimonies on there. So when you get 2025 and you're still five, that's that people notice that. So that's why we push for that, you know, so that it, to build our business that way. And it just takes a few seconds, doesn't it? It's not a big deal to send that email back. It's mm -hmm. literally 20 or 30 seconds. You probably have it templated somehow. I have it set up in the canned responses. Right. 
so when I, yeah. I do this email a customer after a job, and one thing that's great is those Google reviews really will help your business because almost everyone wants to read what other people say about a business. And a lot of times when we get calls from new people, they'll say, oh, well, we saw all the good reviews about you and on our, you know, either on our website or Google, so they already feel comfortable right away knowing mm-hmm. that they're going to be in good hands. Half of your uh, value proposition is taken care of already, isn't it? Just by it way of them reading. One time I had a guy, I told the guy, I said, look, I'm, I promise that I'll, I'll do a good job. And he goes, oh, I know. I saw your pictures. <laughs> you don't have to tell me. <laughs> yeah. So it's funny that, you know what I mean? That is, yeah. But we've learned that. We learned that over the years. You want to preface. You want to even have a reputation before you ever go out. And just a real quick story, like, you know, window cleaning business. <clears throat> when um, we get a call in for an estimate, we, we knew it would take us three days to get out there. So we would put a package together and send it in the mail. And we'd get there before us and preface what we did, even to the point where we had insurance and workers' comp and all the things that most companies didn't have. So it's never good to badmouth your um, your competition. I just tell them what I have, and then when their competition comes out and they ask them, "Hey, do you have this type of insurance?" You know, and they don't. You know, but but um, we would we would add the value of our business, and like you were saying before, that we ever hit the door, um, and we try to do that now too with this. Just quickly, from from a bit of a technical standpoint, with those Google reviews, it's not only so valuable in the eyes of a potential customer who read those, it, it plays gigantic dividends in the algorithm behind your search engine placement because the more positive reviews that you get through your Google profile, Google recognizes that and pays you for that, essentially. And they pay you by upping your rankings and making sure that you're actually connecting with more and more customers. And again, that goes right back to those few seconds that you spend sending out that email just simply asking for a review. So it, it, it's hugely beneficial and worthwhile. So way to go there, guys. That's, that's fantastic. We did it by, like, um, instinct. Like what you just explained there, we did not know that, but we did it by instinct to know that, that was, it was going to be a good thing, you know? Well, good spidey senses there. Any super unique, out-of-the-ordinary jobs come to mind that you guys can tell us about? Yes, and and they're not really unique in the job itself, but they were the most personal satisfactory satisfaction to us. And we we have done some chairs, um, you know, we do a lot of recliners and things like that, and there's a lot of the electric type. Um, you would put them in the category of medical chairs. And and um, I've done some repairs where, for instance, there was a woman, she was, um, she had, you know, not to get, bring it down to a, to a neg- you know, down bring it down the, the house here, but, you know, she had four-stage cancer, and, and, and this was the only thing that made her comfortable to sleep um, because of the positioning of the chair. She could get into a position where, okay, that was not, that's good that she feels, and she would sleep in it. But um, it, it was broken, and um, it was it, all it was was a cotter pin had popped out. And when I went over there, it was simple. I just popped the pop, cotter pin in. You know, we told her what our minimum was, and she was ready to pay me and stuff. And I just said, you know what? If uh, if you just let me pray for you, um, you know, there's no charge. <laughs> so you know, she um, you know, she gave me a big hug afterwards, and 
and you know, I it was that was that was good, and 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 I had an, uh, several situations like that with older people. One one was actually a couple. They were very they were having some really bad health issues, and I went in and fixed the thing for them. And I just said, you know what, no charge. I'm just going to do it for you guys. I I want to help you. Um, so you know, be again. That goes to having your own business. I don't have to ask the boss. Um, if I call my wife and tell her, you know, she's in, she's on board with me. She says, "Good." You know, I'm glad for that. You know, she doesn't. Yeah. And and so we have that that. And so that's the most. Those things ring out the most to me because they mean the most. You know, and cool. so I mean, I don't. You know, it, it's great because it fits with our with the way we treat people in life, you know? Your value system, yeah. yeah good for yeah. you guys. For me, I enjoy supporting Warren when, you know, he comes and tells me a neat story about how he helps somebody because sometimes you run into that. Uh, just talking to people on the phone, I think I really enjoy talking to people and helping them feel comfortable with, um, I don't know, just working with you because sometimes you never know what you're going to get with people. People just keep getting weirder and weirder nowadays, and you can almost tell it in people's voice. They're always could be a little cautious, and then I just kind of make it feel like, hey, you know, it's going to be okay. We'll we'll do a good job for you, and we'll work with you. You know, she can she can talk uh, talk them off the cliff. She's so good. She's so good at that. I'm telling you, people are mad because their furniture broke. They're mad about something, and by the time she's done with the phone call, they're they're peaceful. We go and do the job. They forget it. You know, we do it and we do it right, and and we don't and we're reasonable with our prices with them. And and, and then they, I think they forget about it. And and I, I tell you, we do a good this good service to a lot of the furniture stores in this city because when by the time we're done, they're not mad at them anymore. Um, so. Uh, yeah, and, and so, so that you know, she's she's has an ability in that way, and it really works out together the two of us as a as a team. You know, if anybody ever wants to ask us any questions, um, we're always available. All the fiber new names are on the uh, on the list and everything, and people could call us because we do have some good ideas about techniques and and just different things that you know not 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 so much as the um technique in the, in in doing the uh the work but in and how we take care of people and and you know and just since fiber new you mentioned about fiber new we didn't say this but you know the whole the whole family aspect of fiber new from you know from the very beginning when you first get in um get started talking to people in the office to the support um that you get um you know it's fantastic thank you so much for your time i really really appreciate it thank you so much all right jesse all right thanks again to warren and stephanie for sharing their story if you have any questions for them as you just heard they're open to talking with you you can find their website at fibernew.com slash imn or on facebook as fibernew indie metro north warren rosenthal until next time take good care and cheers